Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Welcome in. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Alongside Matt Newmans, I am Tim Murray. Another edition of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. And it's important to timestamp these, Matt, and let people know what bowls we are talking about today. The big boys. We're talking playoff. We're talking New Year's Six. If we want to throw in a little ReliaQuest Bowl and a couple other things on New Year's Day, we can do so. But the big boys are where we are headed, and we will start right there. 5 o'clock Eastern, New Year's Day, the Rose Bowl, the first semifinal, the last year of the four-team playoff. It has number four, Alabama, against number one, Michigan, heading into this one. And as we sit here on this uh, late December Afternoon, Matt Humans. The point spread sits at Alabama, catching one and a half or two with a total of 45. How do you look at Crimson Tide and Wolverines New Year's Day in Pasadena? Well, I like the Tide. I, I think the uh, Big Ten has been plagued by bad football most of the season. Now, Michigan's been a head and shoulders above most of the other teams in the conference. You know, in, including Ohio State and Penn State, which are really, really good teams, but not elite teams. And uh, I think Michigan does qualify as an elite team. But Jim Harbaugh's got to prove it on this stage, which he has not done yet, Tim. In Harbaugh's time at Michigan, he is 1-6 in, in bowls and 0-2 in, in the playoffs. And he blew the playoff game a year ago. Michigan should have beat TCU in that game. And uh, that was embarrassing to let uh, the Horned Frogs hang 51 on that Wolverines defense. But... You know, I, I don't think J.J. McCarthy 
has been playing at an especially high level. And I'm not sure the Michigans are going to have the same success running the ball against the Alabama defense that it's had against some of the Big Ten defenses. And I think when you look at the scoring defenses in the Big Ten, you see all these low numbers, and it looks like dominant defenses in the Big Ten. Well, there's a lot of bad offensive play in the Big Ten this year. Some of the worst I recall seeing in the last uh, 30 years. So the Wolverines and Harbaugh are going to have to prove it to me here, including J.J. McCarthy. And uh, anytime you get Nick Saban as an underdog – I think that's the way you got to look. Now, if you want to tease it and tease Alabama up to plus eight, I think uh, that's a good way to play it. If you got another bowl game or two you like here, Alabama plus eight on a teaser makes a lot of sense. There are plenty of books out there that have Alabama at plus two right now. Uh, I'm going to make a, uh, I want to say, Tim, a like a one-unit bet on Alabama plus two. Okay. I'm also going to play Bama on a uh, teaser. And I'm going to live bet this game, too, because uh, – you know, if there's an opportunity where I can grab more uh, than a field goal with Bama, I'm going to do it again because you recall what happened in the uh, Georgia game. Yep. You know, there was Bama at one point on live betting was catching 13 against Georgia and totally turned that game around. Hey, if uh, if Nick Saban can do that in the game with Kirby Smart, I think he can do it in the game with Jim Harbaugh. I'm on the tide. You look at what Alabama's defense was able to do, Matt, against Georgia in the SEC championship, holding that Georgia team, which I wouldn't think anyone would say is explosive, but still pretty darn good offense. Right. Uh, the 321 yards of total offense. They were 4 of 12 on third downs in that game. They ultimately win it 27 to 24. They were able to run the ball with relative success, Alabama was. I'm fascinated by this one. We've talked about it as we've done our, our early bowl game thoughts. And uh, my first bet was 45 and a half under. Uh, we've seen a little bit of movement to the under. Still some 45s out there. I would still lean that way, Matt, uh, to look at this game towards the under. Um, you know, we, we'll have a graphic here showing you where these teams have played. Look, I was dead wrong on the Michigan and Ohio State game. I, I played under in that one, and it. It went over pretty comfortably, but I'm with you. I I think this J.J. McCarthy Michigan offense has got to show me, you know, what they're capable of doing, um, you know, getting ready for this bowl game. I do like Sharon Moore, uh, the offensive coordinator, who very well could be the next head coach of Michigan because I think all of us are assuming that Jim Harbaugh will uh, be off to uh, the NFL whenever this season comes to a close, uh, you know, with all the allegations that are there recruiting-wise and, just the fact that he's been flirting with the NFL for the past handful of years. Uh, Quarterback-wise, though, you mentioned J.J. McCarthy. As the season has gone on, Matt, where has your trust level been with Jalen Milrow, the Alabama quarterback? The early part of the season was a bit of a, a disaster. He gets benched <laughs> for the U.S. for USF. Yeah. That game is, was an absolute mess. They find a way to win 10-3. to And then since then, you know, we came back, you and I both on this podcast, laid it with Bama against Ole Miss on September 23rd. We thought that was a buy-low opportunity, and they won that game 24-10. to What have you thought of Jalen Milrow as this season has gone on because I look at the LSU game I look at the Auburn game he has really started to step up uh, as a as a dynamic runner and it feels like offensive coordinator Tommy Reese is is letting him run a little bit more well if you go all the way back to the South Florida game (laughs) you wonder what what Nick Saban and his coaches were thinking at that time Jalen Milrow did not see the field and uh, that game was almost an epic disaster uh, for the Tide but you know I, I talked about this later in the season before I'll say the Tennessee game. Milrow played a sensational second half 
in that one when uh, Alabama completely turned around the game against the Vols in the second half. My trust level is uh, pretty high with Jalen Milrow, I think. And his confidence level is high, too. And, and you can see that. And uh, I think uh, the coaches are kind of cutting him loose to make more plays. And uh, I've, I've seen a lot of growth in him. And I think that's a big part, too, of uh, why I like Bama in this game. I think uh, he can make the plays. Ask Auburn on fourth down yeah. if he can make the plays. Yeah, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe Michigan would send more than two rushers. But yeah, we, I uh, think so. we digress. I think Florida <laughs> State would have loved to see uh, multiple rushers thrown at him. But uh, we will see. Uh, a lot to get to, obviously, regarding this game. Uh, no official play on the side for me. Let me ask you this real quickly to circle back. Uh, teaser in college football. What is because usually the volatility in college football, you'd stay away from teasers. What in this particular instance is leading you to be interested in a teaser here uh, with Alabama-Michigan? Well, you're, you're getting it up to a good number. And you can also play a six-and-a-half-point tease where you're getting this up to eight-and-a-half. Yeah. And, uh, Pretty low know, total for college football, too, at 45. I, just think about it for a second, Tim. You're getting Nick Saban at eight-and-a-half points? That's a pretty tough deal to turn down. <laughs> so I think that's a really good a really good teaser leg if you want to look at it that way, too. All right. Uh, let's get to the other semifinal. Also on New Year's Day, it's nice to have both of these meaningful games, not on New Year's Eve or sometime in late December. New Year's Day to wrap up the, uh, the final four. Sugar Bowl, Caesars uh, Superdome. This will be Washington against Texas. Much higher total in this game, sitting at 63.5 with the Big 12 champ and the undefeated Pac-12 champion. Uh, you were on Washington in the Pac-12 championship, plus the points. They win that game outright against Oregon, and the Huskies are here as a dog yet again. We've seen a little bit of movement towards the Huskies in this spot as we sit here. On uh, on December, you know, you know, getting ready for Christmas, uh, late <laughs> December here, uh, we see Washington down to three and yep. a half at circa four, mm -hmm. pretty much everywhere else. You've already handed out Washington as a play. Let's circle back to it. Why do you like the Huskies in this spot? Well, I'm gonna start with the coach and the quarterback, Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix. And going into the Pac-12 championship game, all you heard for a week was that Michael Penix hasn't been the same quarterback. You know, he's been turning the ball over. And uh, what did he do? He went out in the Pac-12 title game in Vegas and lit it up. And he looked like a deserving Heisman type of quarterback. Yep. And, and uh, he took it to Bo Nix and the Ducks in that game. And I think that that's kind of a sign that Penix is back. I do think he was bothered by some nagging injuries for a while. I thought that coming out of the first game with Oregon, when it looked like he was hobbled in the fourth quarter and the Huskies were lucky to survive. Then they had a string of weeks where Washington was on wobbly legs and uh, looked like a bet against team. But I think they're back. And I believe, I'm a big believer in Kalen DeBoer. At the time he was hired in Seattle, I thought it was an outstanding hire. And, uh, you know, Washington, I think, can match Texas physically up front on the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, but when it comes down to it, Tim, this is probably going to be a tight game in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, I, I trust Penix and his wide receivers – to make the plays, and Kalen DeBoer uh, to make the right play calls a little bit more than I trust Steve Sarkisian and Quinn Ewers and uh, the Texas side. I think it's going to be a hell of a game, but I took four and a half with Washington, and yes, I'm on the dog. I'm going to stick with the Huskies here. Yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated by this one. I have not made a bet on this game yet. Um, I, my initial lean was, was Texas, uh, but 
look, as, as we keep going further and further, I, I could be talked into Washington, no doubt. You, obviously, this is a Texas team, Matt, that is dealing uh, without their starting running back, Jonathan Brooks, tore his ACL earlier in the season, so a significant loss there. But they played a handful of games without Jonathan Brooks. You know, one thing, too, you mentioned Brooks, and I thought that was going to be a big loss for the Texas offense. Hasn't turned out to be, no. you know, a major problem for uh, the Longhorns. And that's a little bit surprising to me. And, and to your point, you said you initially you liked Texas. I know a couple sharp betters who really think Texas is going to win this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I, I, I love the Final Four. I know a lot of people want to cry about Florida State getting left out. I love this the, these two uh, Final Four matchups. No, I couldn't be more excited uh, for this Final Four. I mean, look, I, I feel bad for Florida State fans and the players. I don't really care about the coaches but I care about the players you know they they won all their games and and they're not here and it stinks that an injury kept them out but uh as I've said multiple times here on this network like at the end of the day these are the four teams these are the games we're going to handicap and break down when it comes to it and uh you know these in my opinion are the four best teams I guess if you want to say technically you want to throw Georgia in there as one of the best teams you could do so but uh real quickly Malik Murphy not playing in this game uh he is uh he is in the transfer portal the backup does that worry you at all here no. for Texas, knowing that Quinn Ewers has got a little not injury history? Not one bit. I, I'm not a Malik Murphy guy. I thought he was a turnover-prone quarterback who was not a very accurate passer. Yeah, he's got a little you know, more experience than Arch Manning. But, no, that doesn't enter, enter my handicap at all. I think with Arch Manning as a backup, Texas should be fine because uh, Malik, Malik Murphy um, had a, you know, issues with uh, inaccuracy. He's an inaccurate passer and inconsistency with, with uh, turnovers. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. The playoff breakdown in the books. We got New Year's Six games to hit on, New Year's Day games to hit on. We are up and running. Happy holidays to all. It is the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Come on back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Here we go. It is the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Matt Humans, let yeah. me know about the Sun Bowl. Yeah. Notre Dame. Looking money forward line. to it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, bowl games every year. El Paso on Christmas Eve. Anyway, we got a bunch more, you know, good, I would say good bowl matchups to talk about today. But, uh, Tim, how much better would some of these matchups be if the Stars were actually playing in most of these games? Oh, my gosh. I mean, so many of these games would have been, uh, would have been, very tantalizing, uh, and I think this next game that we're about to hit on uh, would have been very intriguing if everybody would be there, but the market is starting to tell us maybe more people than we expect are going to be playing in this bowl game. It is December 29th, the same day as the Sun Bowl, which is where I will actually be on December 29th. Uh, excited to be on the sidelines of the national radio broadcast of Notre Dame in Oregon State. Uh, that game will be at 2 o'clock Eastern on uh, CBS. 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN at Jerry's World, AT&T Stadium will be Ohio State against Missouri. This is a Friday, December 29th. And what is so fascinating about this bowl game, Matt Humans, is we jumped on a podcast right after these bowl games were announced. We took, we gave ourselves about 24 hours to digest, give out some thoughts. You wrote up a couple columns over at vcin.com. And one of your first bets was Missouri plus six, I want to say. Somewhere in that ballpark, four and a half. You know what? That's a, that's a good question because I, I DraftKings opened the number six, six and a half. Circa, I think, I, was three. I think the first bet I get in was plus four and a half on Missouri. I bet it again at three and a half and three. So I've I've got I actually got four bets right now on Missouri at some pretty good numbers. But I don't. No, I did not get to six and a half. I don't believe. So the reason I bring that up is this game when is far at some shops as Missouri minus three. And mm -hmm. as we sit here getting ready for Christmas for Santa to come down the chimney here, 
Missouri is actually an underdog at Circa, minus one. They are the favorite at DraftKings, as we show the graphic there, at minus one. And we've got a pick at South Point. So the line is moving and shaking. What we don't know yet is who definitely is in and who's definitely out. And this certainly could change. And that's the beauty of uh, doing bowl podcasts here. We do know Kyle McCord is not playing. The quarterback for Ohio State, he's out. He's going to Syracuse. He's gone. Julian Fleming, he's gone. Wide receiver. Uh, Chip Trainum, he's gone. Backup running back. Mayan Williams, I believe, opted out, but he hasn't played in quite some time. What we don't know yet, as we sit here on this record, while it is fair to assume that Marvin Harrison Jr., Matt, the projected first non-quarterback to be selected, will not play in this bowl, we haven't heard from him yet. He hasn't opted out yet. We haven't heard from Cade Stover, their tight end yet. He hasn't opted out yet. We haven't heard from linebacker Tommy Eichenberg. He has not opted out yet. We haven't heard really from Emeka Egbuka, who I believe, no, we did hear from him. He said he's playing. Jack Sawyer said he's playing. Denzel Burke, cornerback, says he's playing. Travion Henderson says he's coming back to Ohio State. So that's why we saw the shift with the assumption all these opt-outs were coming. And we'll get to the Missouri side here in a little bit because I know one of your good friends and a listener to the podcast says we don't talk enough Missouri. What do we do with Ohio State? Because there are a lot of questions. And if all these guys play, they should win this game. Yeah. I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'm still not sure how good Ohio State really is. Again, now Missouri, reflect on uh, the Tigers' season in the SEC. They went to Athens and they pushed Georgia to the wire sure did. on the road. This, I'm going to say the third best team in the SEC is Missouri. And uh, I, I still don't know how good some of these Big Ten teams are uh, this season. You know, Again, Ohio State should have lost a game at Notre Dame. I love to keep bringing that up just because it bothers you so much. I was there. But, how, how did Notre Dame blow that game? Right, right in the hand. Uh, huh? DJ, DJ Brown, uh, who'll be the captain for Notre Dame at the Sun Bowl. How much uh, differently do you look at this Ohio State team if it loses a game like that or yeah. some other game? You know, I, I really think the Buckeyes' record um, makes people perceive this team to be better than it is. Now, I'm surprised. I thought Ryan Day and the Buckeyes were going to be facing mass defections in this bowl game. And that's not really the case. I'd still be surprised if a Marvin Harrison Jr. plays. Why I would, would be you too. play? I don't. You got to make a smart business decision. And dad not just, is a Hall of Famer. You think his dad would be like, don't play it in this one. Not right? just because I bet on Missouri. I'm saying, why the <laughs> hell would you play? It doesn't make sense to play. You're going to be a top five pick. You don't play in this game. Yeah. You don't want to go out and blow your knee out or something. Uh, and we've seen that happen to players in bowl games before. So uh, I think Missouri should be a slight favorite. I, I you know. I thought there was a chance it was going to go above three if we saw Marvin Harrison, some of the players you just mentioned, say, hey, we're going to sit this one out. Uh, I'm kind of kicking myself for ta- not taking Ohio State plus three, you know, and, and at least hedging a little bit off all those Missouri bets I made. But again, live betting is an option when we get into this. And we'll talk about the Missouri aspect here in a minute. But I, I am slightly surprised that Ohio State has not had several opt-outs uh, announced. No, there's no doubt. And, you know, I I would agree with you um, on the Ohio State front. A lot to be desired, it feels like, with this Buckeyes team. Uh, I don't think either one of us were big Kyle McCord Uh, believers, but... Not as a freshman. He can develop and become a pretty good college quarterback. He beat out Devin Brown, who never really saw the field all that much. I know he got banged up as as the season went on, but... 
you look at Devin Brown, he's going to get the start for this game uh, for the Buckeyes. A lot of time to prepare for it. Uh, like I mentioned, Emeka Ekbuka expected to play, which, which could be big there uh, for the Buckeyes. But l- let's look on the other side. This is an opportunity for Missouri as they were a team who only lost two games. Uh, lost to LSU and lost to Georgia, covered against Georgia, played very well against that Georgia squad. This is the first time in a decade that they will be playing in a New Year's Six type of bowl. They played in the Cotton Bowl in 2013. They beat Oklahoma State 41-13. to I mean, since then, these are the bowls, really, they've played in, Matt, in the last five, six years. The Texas Bowl, the Liberty Bowl, Armed Forces Bowl, and last year, they lost to Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl pre-Christmas. So, you talk about motivation. Motivation certainly will be on the side of Missouri. Now, if you learned anything early bowl season, motivation can only take you so far. Haven't really seen any opt-outs from Missouri. Eli Drinkowitz expects his team to fully, to pretty much be intact fully here. Uh, Kirby Moore is a hot, young offensive coordinator name. Got an extension, should be back next year. Luther Burden should be back next year. Uh, you know, Schrager, their, their running back, who is, uh, you know, a stud who started, I think, D2 football. He's not going to, anyway, he's not, he's obviously going to play in this game. Brady Cook is a, a legitimate quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, Missouri for me was a bet. When we talked about it earlier, I took some three and a little plus money on the money line. We'll see where this goes. Uh, I The one thing I'll say about bowl games, and we saw it, in uh, in the Frisco Bowl, and, and to a much lower level, but Rasheen Ali was a, a running back for Marshall, is a running back for Marshall, and he played the first half, and then he sat out the second half. You might see something like that if you see some Ohio State players out there. So it's, it seems like it's going to be a coin toss type of game with the point spread, and, you know, um, as you've alluded to in the first segment, and I think what many people can learn from so far this bowl season, this isn't a, a cop-out. I think betting this in-game could be a good angle, too, is what Ohio State team do you see from the jump? And if they get punched in the mouth, they're like, nah, we're good. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on to next year. Yeah, if you have the time and resources to live bet, that's always a great option. Not everybody does that. I understand that. So I don't like to talk about it a lot. But you always have to keep that in the back of your mind that that's a good way to play a lot of these games as well. Yeah, our friend Dan Cooster, who follows this podcast, and uh, – it seems like he takes it as a personal insult if we say anything negative about Missouri or don't talk <laughs> about Missouri enough. But I will say that he sent me a quote from Coach Drink, and it is it was posted by Peter Burns, who covers college football on Twitter. Quote, we don't have any opt-outs for the bowl game. These guys want to finish a special season for Missouri football and for each other. And I do think in the quote, that's the uh, – The focus here for Missouri is this could be a big win in terms of building this program. And I think you got a fully focused uh, Missouri team here with no opt-outs. And that's what I like. We have heard from Brady Cook, Cody Cody Schrader, and uh, Luther Burden. And they are playing. Yeah, We know uh, Missouri's three stars, the quarterback, the running back, and the receiver, are going to be playing in this game. And uh, I'm going to stick with Missouri here. I think think even on a neutral – if you put Ohio State at full strength, I would still give Missouri a decent shot to win the game. And, and a lot of the times, especially early on in the bowl season, crowd's not going to be a, a factor. I would expect, and uh, maybe our, our your friend there can let us know, I would anticipate the Missouri fans to be all 
at Jerry's World. While Ohio State's used to playing in the playoff, I would think they think for the most part, even though they went 11 and 1 this year, that this year's a disappointment. They lost again to Michigan. They're not in the playoff. I think, if I had to guess, it will not be a very scarlet and gray type of crowd. I think it'll be mostly Missouri fans there yeah, down at Jerry's I World. I got to tell you, I'm not even going to think about the crowd much and my handicapping of these bowls because I thought New Mexico State had a big crowd advantage <laughs> in the New Mexico Bowl and they got bulldozed by 30 points. So who cares about the fans in the stands? Show up, Missouri fans. What's our friend's name? Dan. Dan. Yeah. Get him out there. All right. Okay. A game I'm looking forward to, Penn State and Ole Miss. It's kind of like looking in a mirror between these two. We'll break that down. The Peach Bowl on the other side is the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. keep it rolling here on the Beeson College Football Betting Podcast. We just spent more time on the Cotton Bowl than we did the two playoff games. That's a little little odd there. Um, I got more money on the Cotton Bowl, but <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> that is, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I, I, do, I do as well uh, to have some Missouri plus three and Missouri money line. Uh, both Matt and I align there. You know what? Dan was his name? Dan the man. Another, another shout out for Dan. By the way, I went back looked at it uh we've talked about missouri a fair bit i bet on missouri against kansas state the game they won by on the 61 yard field goal i faded him the following week which was a push against memphis i faded him against tennessee which was a terrible bet and then i took florida against missouri so i was two one and one on or against missouri this year so i'll take it and hopefully three one and one dan got enough shout outs for dan is that enough all right, all right, okay. All right, we move on. Peach Bowl, December 30th. This will be noon Eastern on ESPN, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ole Miss against Penn State. This is really interesting, Matt, because there's not a ton of opt-outs from either side in this one. Now, what is to be noted, Penn State, they fired their offensive coordinator, Brett Yermark, during the season. They went out and got Kansas's OC, which I thought was a phenomenal hire. And then Manny Diaz, their defensive coordinator, has taken the head coaching job at Duke. So Penn State, couple coaching changes, opt-outs, a couple. Uh, Chop Robinson, their edge rusher, he is out. One of their tight ends is out, uh, but not a ton uh, there for, uh, for Penn State. We do need to keep uh, an eye on Olu, Olu Fashanu, the tight, uh, the tackle for Penn State, who is expected to be a top five, top ten pick. He has I not... have no idea why he would play either. We're I talking about either. Marvin Harrison Jr. Why would he play? If you're going to be a top ten pick, hey, we understand. It's a business decision. you got to set it out. Yeah, I, he has not opted out yet. I yeah. would I would be pretty surprised if he did play in this game. Look, last year we thought he he might not play, and he stayed for a whole another year. So sure. uh, we will see. Right now, as we look at this game, Penn State's a four-point favorite, a total of 48-and-a-half, 49. Uh, I have not bet this game yet, Matt, but I, I'm looking a little bit towards Ole Miss. I've heard a bunch of people talk about this, and I think it's a fair way to look at it. The winner of this game is going to have a ton of momentum going into next year. It's going to have a lot of high expectations Ole Miss 11, Penn State number 10, both 10 and 2. And both, Matt, I think you could say, in their biggest games, really underachieved. Ole Miss lost, didn't cover against Alabama 24 to 10. At Georgia, got absolutely hammered 52 to 17. Now, they did beat LSU in that epic barn burner back and forth there, uh, 55 to 49. And then Penn State, a team that I think a lot of people at VEASAN, including yourself, and I had a little ticket on them, I was pretty disappointed by Penn State this year. Their two biggest games didn't cover either one of them against Michigan and Ohio State. So Penn State laying four here against Ole Miss. How do you look at this one? Yeah, Nittany Lions had really uh, pathetic offensive performances in those games against uh, Ohio State and Michigan as well. If you look at the freshman quarterback, Drew Aller, and you, you kind of look back on the Penn State season, Tim, you would think, ah, he didn't have a great season. Look at his numbers. 
Look at true hours numbers. And they were actually outstanding, over 60% completions, 23 touchdowns, and uh, an incredibly low number of interceptions. I... I'm not sure if this is correct. I'm looking at the stat sheet, and it shows him with one interception. One interception, yeah. Only one. It came against Indiana in yeah. a 33-24. Remember, that was that... an ugly game where they uh, didn't cover. That was the week after they lost to Ohio oh, State. Almost lost outright yeah. as a 33-point favorite, right? Yep. And uh, that was a hangover game, I think, for the Nittany Lions. I thought it was a misprint when I saw Auer had one interception. <laughs> I thought he had uh, you know, a few. I thought it was three or four, but... Numbers remarkable for him, and and not so much for Jackson Dart, the old Rebels, um, excuse me, old Miss quarterback, who I think kind of had a roller coaster roller coaster season with the Rebels, and uh, a lot of that has to do with uh, playing for a volatile coach like Lane Kiffin, who will switch his quarterbacks and uh, kind of play musical chairs. But again, let's focus on this game just briefly. I think Penn State's got a couple more opt outs. I'm expecting and. Um, you're taking a freshman quarterback and big game James Franklin and what you're calling a big game, I'll take the <laughs> underdog. Give me the SEC underdog getting four. I think uh, Lane Kiffin will have his team motivated for this game. And uh, I like Ole Miss uh, catching the points here. I was surprised by the line. I made this like Penn State one and a half. So any, anything over a field goal, I'll take it with the Rebels. I haven't made this bet. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna add it. I, I like Ole Miss here. I like Ole Miss plus the points. I think they have. I think they win this game outright. Um, and I do think they'll be motivated. Lane Kiffin uh, got his extension. You know, he's always flirting. You know, every off season it feels like with a different job, and he's sticking around. And I think the most hilarious part of this bowl lead up is that Spencer Sanders. Yeah, remember him, the Oklahoma State quarterback. He's ineligible. He is uh, not eligible to play. So. Uh, Hardly knew you there in uh, in old uh, at Ole Miss, but I, I do think something too, Matt. When you think back to 2021, Ole Miss got to the Sugar Bowl. Now the Sugar Bowl is is thought of much in higher regard for SEC folks. Um, they enter that Sugar Bowl, they're playing Baylor, and what happens? Matt Corral goes down to injury, and they really had no shot to win that game. So I think the motivation certainly will be there. Um, I, I think Penn State is moderately motivated, but all in all, I think you said it right. I'm going to take the team who's getting points. Um, I think they'll have, once again, earmuff it. I think they'll have the pro crowd here uh, on their side. Uh, Penn State went to a Rose Bowl last year. So uh, not that Atlanta's a you know a, a terrible travel spot for folks from the mid-Atlantic. But uh, I'm going to take the points here. Uh, I'm going to add this one to my card. I'm going to take Ole Miss plus the four uh, in the Peach Bowl on December 30th. Also December 30th. Remember, we have no evening game on December 30th, because that is going to be the Detroit Lions against the Dallas Cowboys. So college football and the NFL working in hand in hand there. So middle of the afternoon, Hard Rock Stadium. We call this the Disappointment Bowl, Orange Bowl between Florida State and Georgia as uh, Florida State still mad that they're not in the college football playoff. Understandably so. And Georgia, they were the number one team in the country, two-time defending national champions and they are not in the playoff after losing the SEC championship. So we've got Georgia laying, yes, 14 and a half in this game. Um, we might have to spend a whole segment on the opt-outs in this one. Here we go. Carson Beck is playing. He's coming back next year. We have not heard, I don't think officially, from Brock Bowers. Would be stunned if he played. Uh, is Lad McConkey going to play? He was all sorts of banged up. Uh 
Amarius Mims, Tate Ratledge, uh, a lot of different people's Javon Bullard. So you look at Georgia, a lot of guys have hit the portal as well. As for Florida State, they're starting to come out. Johnny Wilson just opted out. Jared Verse, their edge rusher, just opted out. Keon Coleman just opted out. Uh, Trey Benson has opted out. So Florida State is a team, oh, by the way, won't have Jordan Travis. They'll be starting Tate Rodemaker. So 14 and a half is a big old number. Neither team wants to be in this game, Matt. How do you look at the Orange Bowl I don't know. on December 30th? It's it's. There's so many different ways you can look at this game, and I think that uh, Florida State getting 14.5 might be the better way to look at it because Georgia's going to have a lot of opt-outs too. Like yeah. you said, Carson Beck's going to play, but again, this is a – a big disappointment for the Bulldogs to end up in this game, too. Everybody's focused on the Florida State side. Hey, didn't make the playoffs. They're ticked. They don't want to be here at the Orange Bowl. What about Georgia? Uh, this is the first time in um, a while that the Bulldogs have not been in the 14 playoff. What, they have a 29-game win streak that was uh, stopped in the loss to Alabama in the SEC championship game. I got to think the Bulldogs can be a little bit flat for this game, too. 14 and a half is a big number to, uh, to lay if you're going to be missing some of your key parts on offense, talking about Georgia. Now, Florida State has got a dominant defense. We know Jared Verse and some of the stars are not going to uh, play in this Orange Bowl, so it's probably not going to be the same defense. And I, I'm, I'm going to look under, I think, under the total of 45. That's yeah. the best number I see out there. I would, I would look under 45 and probably take the points with the dog where you, you're going to get 15. Uh, it's probably the best number you can get out there. I don't know if this could be a play for me yet, but that's uh, kind of what I'm flirting with here is uh, under and underdog. Yeah, I would uh, if you can get that 45, which uh, as we record this, there are a couple uh, 45s out there. This this has the makings of being a pretty ugly game. I mean, you look back at the ACC championship, Matt, and I know Tate Rodemaker didn't play in that game, but Florida State relied massively on that defense. A couple pieces aren't going to be there. We mentioned Jared Verse, who's got opted out of this one, but that, that Florida State defense. You know, you think back to the opener against LSU. They were really one of the only teams, maybe the best against Jaden Daniels all year. Yeah. So if that defense is motivated against a Georgia, that's a Georgia team that's going to be missing a good number of their pieces. I mean, think about, was it Georgia's win over Auburn where Carson Beck just went, there's Brock Bowers. I'm going to go to him every single play. You're probably not going to have Brock Bowers exactly. in this game. So I would, uh, I would not disagree with the under there, Georgia and Florida State. Also, folks, vcin.com. Make sure you check out all of our uh, write-ups, including Matt Humans, Adam Burke, and everything we've got for bowl season over there. Still got to get to New Year's Day. That has the Fiesta Bowl and the Citrus Bowl. We'll revisit our thoughts on the college football playoff. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. We're breaking down uh, all the bowl games as we get into 2024. It is the VSID College Football Betting Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. We keep it rolling here on the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Matt Humans. I am Tim Murray. We have broken down the majority of the New Year's Six. We hit on the playoff. The last game to touch on the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium. The group of five participant is the Liberty Flames out of the CUSA. Um, if you think back to the early part of the bowl season, and think back to New Mexico State. So USA didn't look too great. Uh, New Mexico State got absolutely blown out by Fresno State. But we uh, we will see the Liberty Flames as the biggest underdog in the bowl season. Them in Eastern Michigan going head-to-head for the biggest underdog in the bowl season. They're taking on Oregon, Matt. An Oregon team that also certainly have to question their motivation for being here. They beat Washington they're in the playoff. They did not beat Washington. So they are playing in the Fiesta Bowl against the Liberty Flames. Uh, 
We haven't heard, once again, opt-outs. Dan Lanning did say he expects his quarterback, Bo Nix, to play in this bowl game. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Troy Franklin, will we see him, the wide receiver? A lot of other pieces. How many opt-outs will we ultimately get? We've seen Bucky Irving, the running back, opt-out so far officially. So certainly keep an eye on a bunch of the uh, the potential opt-outs here for Oregon. Uh, I would fully anticipate someone like Troy Franklin to uh, sit this game out, Matt. Um, I haven't really handicapped this game because I don't have any interest. I don't want to take the points with Liberty because I don't think they're that good. Um, you know, I, I've tried to go against Liberty a couple times this year. Just the CUSA is that terrible of a conference, but I certainly don't want to lay 17 with Oregon. So New Year's Day, 1 o'clock Eastern, ESPN. This is going to be your lead-in to the college football playoff. Uh, I got nothing. Well, I think it's uh, positive that Liberty gets a shot to play in a game like this, and uh, we get to see you know a David Goliath type of matchup. And I'll be rooting for the Flames if I don't have a, a bet on the Flames plus the points. And uh, you know, seventeen and a half is out there. I'm a little bit interested in the dog because I just wonder if the Ducks are going to show up a little flat for this game too. Yeah, you know, the Ducks had big dreams. They were going to go to the college football playoff, and you were a guy. Bo Nix was going to win the Heisman. And then all that was washed away in that loss to Washington in the Pac-12 title game here in Vegas. So, you know, it's it's kind of a bummer for uh, Oregon to be in this bowl. And it, it's a big upper, I think, for the Liberty Flames to be here. So when you catch it 17 and a half in a situation like that, I'm, I might end up on that side by kickoff. But as of right now, no bet on the Fiesta. The Liberty Flames, if you look at Jeff Sagarin, have the one had the 134th most difficult schedule in college football. He incorporates FCS teams as well. What I will say about Liberty is, uh, you know, this team with Jamie Chadwell pulling the strings there, who has uh, proven to be a pretty darn good coach, as you know, as, as you mentioned before, talking about the drop off with Coastal Carolina when Chadwell left and then Tim Beck, who I don't think anybody thought that was a good hire, maybe outside of the AD at Coastal Carolina. Caden Salter, I'll give him credit. He is uh, he's a fun player to watch, the quarterback there for Liberty. I was curious if he would enter into the transfer portal. Not the case. Caden Salter uh, is going to be sticking around, it seems, down there uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia. Very impressive season. So, um, you know, he's a guy that I, I certainly will keep a close eye on here uh, for this game. And once again, if, if Bo Nix plays, I think that changes this feel for Oregon because their backup quarterback, Ty Thompson, has hit the transfer portal. So I don't know where they would go uh, from the quarterback position. But, yeah, an interesting one to lead into uh, the college football playoff, no doubt. Uh, real quickly, we're going to kind of do a speed round uh, on some of the other bowl games on the 30th, 31st, and 1st here before we uh, bid farewell. But just final kind of Cliff Notes version Opening segment we hit on the college football playoff. I like under in Alabama, Michigan. I don't have a play on the Sugar Bowl. You like both dogs. I do. Washington plus four and a half, Alabama plus two. And also, if you want to play Alabama on a teaser, a six or six and a half point teaser at plus eight or plus eight and a half, I think that could be a smart way to play it as well. All right, let's do a little uh, speed round here to close out the show. We will hit these games in more in-depth uh, on another podcast, but let's look at some of the non-major uh, bowl games going back to uh, December 29th, which is uh, the same day as the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Notre Dame, Oregon State, as mentioned, this is the Sun Bowl, 2 o'clock Eastern. This game will be on CBS. Tons of opt-outs. I mean, you can't even list them all. Oregon State staff is all gone, as Jonathan 
Smith's going to Michigan State. Once again, full breakdown a little bit later on. We've seen a massive move to the under, which was one of my first plays that we gave out in the podcast. You were on that as well. Uh, I think Notre Dame wins. Uh, if you want to pair them on a money line parlay, I would be fine with that. Uh, but I do think Notre Dame, I think their backups are superior to Oregon State's backups. So that's my quick uh, synopsis on the Sun Bowl. Yeah, you and I were talking about this game a little bit off air a couple times, and I, I've got a pretty good bet on Notre Dame minus 210 on the money line. I think that's a bargain price on the Irish. And uh, Oregon State's got all sorts of key players out of this game, and the coaching staff's gone. And it, you would think Notre Dame's backup should be able to uh, take out Oregon State in a game like this. And I'm really disappointed. I just want to say really disappointed in Sam Hartman for not playing in this bowl. Finish out your brief time at Notre Dame. Um, there's no reason to bail on your teammates. I don't care if the Sun Bowl is not a New Year's Day type of game. It's a bowl game with a lot of tradition, and it's Notre Dame. Don't don't bail on uh, your teammates in a, in a postseason game like this. I'm disappointed in him. I'd like to hear if uh, you are too, or you think he has a legit reason for saying, hey, I'm going to sit out the Sun Bowl. I don't have an issue with Maris Leofal, Blake Fisher, Joe Alt, Cam Hart, or Audrick Estime sitting this bowl game out. They all will be playing on Sundays next year. I do have an issue with Sam Hartman sitting out. I don't get it, um, but I guess without his two starting left tackles, without his running back, I guess that's the way he thought he would have to do. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for Steve Angeli to, to get an opportunity to start this game uh, for the Irish. Notre Dame's offensive coordinator, by the way, Jared Parker, left to take the Troy head coaching position. Mm -hmm. uh, so the uh, quarterback coach, who ha does have OC experience, Gino Guduli, will be calling the plays for this one. Uh, it's going to be very fascinating to see uh, for Oregon State, as we mentioned, DJ Uyunglele and Aiden Childs both opted out of this game into the transfer portal. Ben Branson, fun fact, Vegas Bowl MVP from a year ago. Yep. Uh, he will get the start here on this one. Those are, that's my only thought on the 29th. To the 30th, quick thoughts here. We've seen a big move in this line. You gave it out on a previous podcast. Uh, the Arizona Bowl, the swan song for Craig Bowl, Toledo and Wyoming. At three and a half or four, would you still look pokes here uh, this game on December 30th at 4.30 Eastern? Uh, not at four. At three, I laid uh, that number with the Wyoming Cowboys, Craig Bowles' final game. The old Cowboys going to ride off into the sunset, and uh, Craig Bowles been a hell of a coach. Also, Toledo's quarterback's going to be out, right? Yes. So we've got a, uh, a big negative Big-Kwan issue. Big Finn is out. Finn is out for the Toledo Rockets, and Bowles is going to ride into the sunset for the Cowboys. I think the situation sets up well for a bet on Wyoming, but... You know, if you didn't get a good number, I would say play the money line at minus 180, something like that. Just not in the lane more than three when you could have had a better number. Also, I did play Arizona against Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Dylan Gabriel ditched the Sooners, went to Oregon, and Oklahoma is uh, going to be missing some other key guys here too. And I think this has got to be a huge game for Jed Fish. He's had his team playing at a high level second half of the season. you got to think the Wildcats go to San Antonio with a lot of momentum. Uh, also on December 30th, the Music City Bowl, Talia Tagovailoa uh, opted out of that game, and that line went from two out to seven for the Auburn-Maryland game. New Year's Day, uh, we'll lump these two together, Matt. We've got the ReliaQuest Bowl, Wisconsin-LSU. Jaden Daniels is opt-out, uh, but I would say Nussmeyer, people are excited. He will be the starter next year for the Bayou Bengals, and Iowa-Tennessee uh, in, uh, in the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Tennessee is an eight or seven and a half point favorite. I tell you in that what, one. I might end up on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Right now, I don't know what exactly to make of the Wisconsin LSU matchup. You know, these are, it's a fluid situation. 
you don't have to have all your plays set now. You know, you might end up saying, hey, on the day of the game or the night before the game, I really like this side or that side or the total. I'm probably going to end up playing Iowa. I think what the Hawkeyes do is they drag teams into their style of play, and they make it ugly. It's like a mud wrestling match. And uh, I think that the Iowa defense is probably going to dictate the pace of play in this game. Plus, I have not been impressed with the Tennessee quarterback play this season. I, it's hard. It's hard to get on an ugly dog like the Hawkeyes here with a total of uh, 35 and a half, 36. But I'd probably take the eight with Iowa. Iowa football. Uh, give them credit for the defense, the performance they had against uh, Michigan in that Big Ten championship. We've talked about it. They held Michigan to 213 yards, yeah. and I'm sure plenty of people will be on the under in the Tim, uh, do you Tennessee. Think the Tennessee Iowa game. coaches and players were excited to draw Iowa. I, I, no. I, I don't think they fear the Hawkeyes, but at the same time, we're like, oh, that's probably not the matchup we wanted, right? Yeah, no, I, I do not think they are looking forward to playing Iowa on New Year's Day down there in Orlando. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. Enjoy the Bulls. Happy holidays to all. It is the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. See you, folks. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from iHeart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.